0: They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now.
1: Welcome back to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. This is a much anticipated episode because we have a very special guest.
0: Yes, I admire this woman so much, and I am so thankful to be able to to suck all this wisdom out of her and right. give it to all of you.
1: We are going to be learning right alongside with you, so we're just ready for the ride. We
0: are ready for the ride. That's right. Fran Rivera is a successful entrepreneur, lifestyle consultant, the founder of FrancineRivera.com, author certified health and wellness coach, and an award-winning salesperson. As an expert in reinvention, new chapters, building wealth, and entrepreneurial teams, she has taken over 30 years of setbacks, failures, life lessons, and successes, and made it her mission to help others realize their true potential accomplish financial freedom, be the best versions of themselves, identify their true identity, and give themselves permission to put themselves first. As a self-proclaimed nerd, she is obsessed with time management systems, processes, and has a list for just about everything
1: she touches. Fran's tenacious yet kind and fun-loving nature Helps her be able to relate to those who may be struggling to find their truth, led by life experience that she transparently shares with others to help fuel meaningful and empowering change in their lives. She is passionate about family, building businesses, relationships, her faith, and self-care, and uses these components as a means to aid others in doing the same. She resides in Charleston, South Carolina, in a uniquely multi-generational lifestyle with her wonderful husband, Sandy, as she actively caregives for her elderly father as well as her young granddaughter, whom she homeschools. They are proud parents of a blended family of seven adult children and nine grandchildren throughout the United States. Wow. <laughs>
0: Welcome, Fran. We are so happy to have you. That is just so
1: awesome. Oh my gosh. Hi, I am excited to be here. We're so happy to have you here. You know, I did some work out in Charleston, North, uh, South Carolina, and I did Habitat for Humanity out at Johns Island building mm-hmm. houses, and it is one of the cutest
2: towns Ever. It's so, so funny. I, I am in John's Island. <gasps> no. Get out yes, of town.
1: Are I am. Are you kidding?
2: We have to I didn't visit. know that. I don't know where you were or when.
1: <laughs> I did an eco tour and we got to go out on the boat and and go oh. see the waterways and just learn about the town and its history and even, you know because there's a lot of history there. I know this is a yeah. whole nother topic, but we're going to have to bring <laughs> out there, you know, yes. after all this COVID business, my turn, my turn and go enjoy go. some of that. It's beautiful <laughs> where you are. That would
2: be, yes, I love where I live.
0: That would be glorious. I, we're, we're so excited about having you on here, you know, with with your message to the world being that it's possible to live a life untapped full of unlimited potential and helping people, you know, to, to learn how to change and embrace your unadulterated true self. That is such an amazing mission that you have. I, I have been blessed to be a part of, um, studying your curriculum. I absolutely loved it and it was so beneficial For me, I know so many people will benefit from it. I'm curious, though, how did you, you know, get started with the concept of life untapped?
2: In a nutshell, I got tired of seeing other moms, specifically moms, put themselves last and then wake up a few years later when their kids were older and not knowing what direction to go to, to reclaim their dreams and prepare for the future as maybe an empty nester. Uh, It just as females, we just bury our dreams and desires and we put them on the back shelf, right? The, you know, back burner because we put our families first, our husbands, our job, our homes. And, and I was just seeing the same story repeat over and over with my friends going, what now? What next? Yeah. You know, they just lost themselves.
1: I feel like that is really, really common. I, I can think of many girlfriends that have been in that place where they we meet up for lunch after trying to find a time in these crazy busy schedules and that is a a repeated story oh yeah you know I'm kind of putting this off and the and the narrative is usually well I'm waiting until x you know so-and-so to finish this with their school, my husband just got this promotion, so we're kind of working through that, where it's, and you're totally right, it's just this constant, everyone else has these things going on, and their accomplishments are so important, so it's fine, like i you know, I've got the things I'm doing, but my dreams, I could, I could wait yeah, on them. Yeah, well,
0: it's, it's that thing that we talk about, the urgent over the important, right? Yeah. You're, you're important to take care of yourself. But mm-hmm. the baby's crying, that's kind of urgent. The teen needs, you know, to be here and be there, that's kind of urgent. I see it the most manifest in women physically. Ooh. You know, where they put themselves off and all the time you'd see that on The Biggest Loser they'd yeah, always be no, like.
2: A- absolutely. Most of my clients are at least 10 to 15 pounds over their ideal weight. So it does manifest physically and, and stress. They're under so much stress and they're angry and it, it could lead to even depression and, and they don't even know why, but it's been years of suppressing their desires for the sake of not looking selfish and putting the family first. So oh,
1: go ahead. We're, we're like <laughs> we, have, oh, we have all these questions. I know. So <laughs> how do you take a woman through that process? So if they've been just completely overwhelmed and are are going through this process, they don't know where to start. What do you do with them by yeah. the time they come to you?
2: Yeah, we um there's there's a process. I've got about six different pillars or steps, if you will, and it starts at the the foundation in identity, you know, learning your identity, who, who you are. And I, obviously, I have strong faith. I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and uh, that's who I tend to attract, but it, and it doesn't matter if you're not a believer, we can still work together, but it starts with your identity, who our father says you are, not who your neighbor, who your you know, your family or your, not who society says you are or says you should be, who does your father in heaven, who does your creator say who you are, who you were meant to be, right? So we really get clear on that. And then we establish their vision because so many, they're like a vision. What do you mean a vision? Like, no, you need to have a vision in every area of your life, from your relationships to your dreams, to your uh, time to your money. I mean, if you don't have a vision for any of these places, it's just it's just going to go, right? So we get a vision and we, get, we go really deep here <laughs> because it's the foundation. And it's probably been years since they've actually thought about this stuff or have been allowed to think about this stuff. So I give them permission, if you will, to deep dive and figure out who they are, where they want to go, what are their hopes and dreams and We build on it from there. So then the second step is then once we figure that out, we work through their limiting beliefs because Lord knows we all have them. (laughs) We get rid of the limiting beliefs. We we reframe so many thoughts and we build confidence. And then the next pillar we go through is self-care because again, we have put ourselves last thinking it was what we should do because it made us. I don't want to use the word martyr but it makes us look good when we do everything for the family and dinner is perfect and the house is neat and you know we're working and we're doing all these things except we keep saying we'll put ourselves last. Okay. <laughs> and then we go to health and wellness because like I said it manifests physically into uh, not even just what we look physically but how we feel like we're often fatigued And I feel what you put in your bodies is a sign of respect. So whatever you eat is either going to work for you or against you. So it starts with the nutrition and feeling that energy come back. Um, And then we go through how do we run our households? Because, I mean, let's face it, we're expected to parent our children like we don't have jobs. And then we're expected to go to our jobs like we don't have children. And we're playing these dual roles and we have a lot on our shoulders. And a lot of us don't even admit it because it seems like it's a weakness to admit it, right? So we just have to break through all those barriers. So we get back into running our households. I am, like I said, a self-proclaimed nerd, (laughs) not a sexy subject, but I am the queen of systems, time hacks. I've got a bunch of ninja tricks. Oh, I don't know. I think nerds are pretty sexy.
0: Yeah, right? I think nerds are pretty sexy. Yeah, now they are
2: in high school. In high school, they weren't. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I I teach them little tricks because we all have 24 hours and it's not, we, we throw around the term time management, but it's personal management. We can't manage time. We can only manage ourselves. So I show them a few ninja tricks that I have up my sleeve, which gives you in essence, more time to do the important and not just the urgent of putting out all these fires. Um, and then we go through money mindset because I personally have paid off $110,000 worth of debt a few years ago. And
0: okay. So I, did you
2: win the lottery? No, no. Oh, okay. And what? let me, it was, re- it
0: was just like managing your it money. Was, it wasn't like it was waiting, no waiting for increase a big- in
2: income. <laughs> and that was with no increase Treasured in income. Chance. It was my mindset shift. That's because, awesome. yeah, and I was, I mean, I was old when I figured this out, found this out and I was like, oh my gosh, how did I just not know this? But, um, so, and stress has a lot to do with financials, right? We're all stressed. We're working, we're trying to pay the bills. Most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. So by taking that big stress, hopefully off your shoulders, um, creating an abundance mindset instead of a scarcity mindset, tackling your debt. Building your wealth will help eliminate tons of stress. So those are basically my six um, steps, six pillars, if you will, of taking a client through the process of reclaiming their life, of living a life on tap. That's my blueprint. It's,
1: it's that so is awesome.
0: so it's huge. So awesome. it's, it's, it's such a well-rounded program mm-hmm. that touches er- every area of your life. Right. Um, whether it's, and I love how you say personal management. Instead of time management, because it that's there's that's the truth right there.
1: It is, and I think that I the beauty of how you've set your program up is you have to start with the foundational before you can get to the place where you're able to do wealth management. You have to start with your identity, right? And what that what that even means. I I can just imagine. Um, those that have not focused on themselves have taken the lens off themselves. Even just finding words to say out loud that describe you, who you are, what your character is, is something that might be tough in the beginning. I and I could imagine quite emotional for folks to go through. You know, from the beginning of just saying who Who am I?" Because I don't think a, a lot of people reflect
0: on that. And this program helps you to, to walk you through that. Like she literally just walks you through everything. It's, it's really
2: very thorough. It gets, it definitely gets emotional. Most people are not used to doing the hard work on themselves. Um, it, cause it's just, it's not easy. So, I mean, this, it wouldn't be for you if you're not willing to go deep, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, Fran, because I started listening to this book by Jay Shetty called Think Like a Monk. And the very first thing he talks about in there is identity and how I think many of us get caught up in this where our identity is at some point defined by how other people see us and not necessarily how we see ourselves. So just... Being able to take a purposeful pause and define that for you and not just based on all these other people's opinions, as much as you value them is such an important process. So yeah, I could, yeah, I could absolutely. see that. Wow. Yeah. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network and drive engagement? podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community but where do you start rockwood audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high quality smart content that fits your brand like a glove rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development strategic and technical support audio and visual branding broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood subscription editing, production, and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening.
0: So, okay, I have a question. As a sure. caregiver, what would you say is the most important thing not to forget?
2: Oh, self-care. Absolutely. Out of all the pillars, because, look, I'll tell you from experience, like you do not want to burn yourself out to keep your family warm. (laughs) Like there there have been times and, and recent times, okay, if I'm being truly vulnerable and transparent here, where I wanted nothing more than to hop on a plane and go to Europe and relocate to a different country under a different name, you know, just to like get away, like, and I'm an introvert, so I need time alone, and that time alone needs to be quiet for me to get energy. And if you're just constantly going and going and going and giving and giving and giving, like I mean, we all know you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So, yeah, yeah. you cannot pour from an empty
1: cup. Mm-mm. Well, and with seven children and nine grandchildren, I mean, <laughs> that that could be a little much sometimes. And she's homeschooling
0: her <laughs> granddaughter too.
2: Yeah. That's big. Yeah. yeah, They're all over the country. So it's not like, you know, they're all here, but, you know, just my, my six-year-old granddaughter is, is, oh my gosh, hyper, always, (laughs) always on the go, on the go, on the go. And, you know, clearly I'm the grandmother. So I don't, I guess, have the stamina, like maybe a 20 something year old mother would have. So self-care is just so important for myself and for all of us.
1: Yeah. Would you say what are some of the tips that you have around self-care? Is it something that for you personally you've made an intentional commitment to like something sacred on a daily basis? Like what how would somebody just look at that and say okay? Is it a certain time? each week? I mean, how, how does someone prioritize that if they've gone from just literally doing nothing for themselves to then being like, Hey, I should do some self-care.
2: Yeah. It's going to look different for everybody. Um, I like my morning routine. I like to get up in the morning and I start with my supplements and then I go straight into my quiet time. So that's prayer, journaling, reading, you know, I like to do that first. That's the foundation of my day because if i put it off till later it you know life can get in the way so i also like to exercise first thing in the morning now if you've never done anything i'm just going to challenge you to take 15 minutes a day and heck if that's even too much start where you can even if it's 5 minutes to just have a cup of tea coffee whatever you drink you know call a friend or you know listen to some inspirational music or read a, read a few chapters in a book that you like it's going to look different for everybody. I don't know what fills your cup. Like, I have a friend um, who loves to paint and is into crafts. Like that stuff would stress me out. I am not your crafty mom. <laughs> so, but if that's what self care looks like to you, then go for it. It's going to look different for everybody.
1: Yeah, I, that's so good. But I love that you talk about mourning. and I feel like there's scientific research behind that. And if if you've, I know maybe some folks out there have heard that book by Hal Elrod, where he talks about savers and your miracle morning routine where with silence and affirmations and visualization and exercise. And I think that the, the routine that he says with the six things is ideally you're doing 10 minutes of each, but if you can even just start with one minute, like you said, that's like six minutes of something new. Um, that's a start, right? I think a lot of people
0: do that too. They think they think I, in order to get in shape, I've got to go do the Extreme. one hour boot camp.
2: Yeah, and no. and so
0: then they go. I don't. I don't. That scares them. Yeah, Not true. And mm-hmm. they think I don't have time for that. And and then there's nothing, right? Um, a mantra I like to use is progress. Not perfection. Yeah, perfection would be that boot camp. That'd be awesome every day. You know what? That's sometimes that's not realistic. If you're just starting, you could hurt yourself, you know. Right. <laughs> but yeah. something is better than nothing. And I and I found that I would just do, even if it was just a walk around, um, we have a park in our in our backyard, just a walk around the park a couple times, just purposing it in, in my heart to do that while I had to make a phone call or check emails or something, even when I had a busy day, or if I overslept to keep and maintain that habit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the other day, I did like a wall squat, if you guys are familiar with that, you just like, and checked my, checked my email that way, because I knew I couldn't, like, it's just, you just have to fit in what you can. It's don't don't take the all or nothing. Oh, if I can't do it, I might as well do nothing. No, every little bit will add up. And so many women have guilt, like they feel guilty. And that's just misplaced. Like we just need to like cut that out. <laughs> it's not guilty. We just become better parents, become better, you know, spouses or girlfriends or mothers, granddaughters, you know, even our marriage, our relationship will improve. When we put ourselves first, It it sounds so simple and and it's yet it's so hard to do for so many of us. But when we put ourselves first, we just we set the tone for how others should treat us. And especially as parents, especially if we have young girls watching us, we need to raise them up, train them up into knowing this is what moms do. One hundred percent, Fran. I totally
0: agree. Right. You know, it's interesting. I my I am at that age. And, um, I'm in my fifties and at my age, all of my girlfriends, not all of them, but a lot of them that are my age are now dealing with that parent, right? My, um, I lost my dad when I was like 30, but my mom, um, has heart disease. She has diabetes. She has high blood pressure. And I remember being so upset with her when I went to take care of her one time because, she brought it on herself. It was, you know, you know, high cholesterol from the food that she ate. And my, my memory of my mom growing up was horrible sleep patterns. She slept she hardly slept through the night. She would be up watching TV. She'd sleep with the TV on. And then she'd be tired. So during the day she would she would nap. I remember as a kid coming home from school. She was a stay-at-home mom. She didn't work outside of the home. And she my visions of her is watching Merv Griffin on the on the couch. And um my kids have a different mom. My kids have never known me to not sit still. <laughs> Ever. (laughs) That's the truth. Never sit still. Totally. But I get up and I go to the gym and I would bring one of my favorite memories was, you know, getting the teens up when they all live with me, we would get up at five o'clock in the morning and we would, you know, drive to the gym and the kids were so excited when they were old enough to be able to work out. I have kind of a funny story story time. So we would all go work out, right? And, and Simone, I love her so much. She's our princess and she doesn't usually lift too much. And so we would go to the classes and so she goes, I'm just going to go out on the floor. And we'd come back out and she'd be red in the face and dripping with sweat and we'd be like, wow, she got a better workout than we did. That turkey was going in the sauna.
1: <laughs> oh my, well... <laughs> That was her version of self-care. But you know, and and even, was- even today,
0: she's got her Peloton. She does her thing. It's something that my girls were taught. Um, most of my children have exercise in their lives because Jeff was a big hiker and I, I worked out all the time. I, I either walked when I didn't have money to go to a gym. Um, that's how I lost most of my baby weight. Um, last two babies, I was able to work out at the gym, but all of my other baby weight was lost by walking, not by running, not by power lifting, walking. I, who can't yeah. walk?
2: Right, Fran? Yeah. No, exactly. I, you know, you don't use money as an excuse because there are tons of free things. Like I, I'll tell somebody, brainstorm, put a little note on your phone of what you would do if you had 15 free minutes even. Or, you know, forget the time limit. What would you do if you had time for yourself? And just list a whole bunch of stuff. Um, most of it would be free, you know. Take a bath, maybe um, meet a friend, you know. A low cost, you know, free to low cost. Sure, you can get wild and you know go for a massage every week, um, you know, and go for it if you could. I think nothing wrong with that. Um, but don't use money as an excuse. An excuse is just a well planned lie. So,
1: Ooh. <laughs> take that one to the bank, right? <laughs> but yet, yeah, we're so good at that. And I do believe I was on this panel the other day talking about women leadership and breaking barriers and having men as allies. And we just got into this conversation about as women, there is a longer scorecard of expectations that you have for the very reason that you described, Fran, which is in addition to now in 2020, needing to be at the table, showing up, giving your opinion, being strong, being confident. Yeah, also have to do being nurturing, having emotional quotient. Don't be too bossy, but take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, do it all really well. Don't forget the dessert after dinner. I, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. so
0: yeah. Mi- so much put on us right? these days to yeah. do things. Oh,
2: yeah. It's I mean, not one or the other. It's, it's all of the above. everything that men do <laughs> and
1: everything
0: that
2: women should do, right? Yeah. yeah. And look, some days are going to be a dumpster fire and that's okay. Some days you're just going to be in survival mode and that's okay. Just like have grace and get back on it. Uh, you know, again, don't say, oh, it doesn't work for me and not do it again. Like every day, just try and be better than you were the day before. And there are seasons. Look, there are definitely seasons. I could tell you stories. I've had... A girlfriend, their child was in the hospital with a very, very serious um, cancer diagnosis. And this girl did lunges down the hall. Okay. So, and still ate well, like it's not easy. I'm not, none of this is easy. Okay. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're not the one to take the easy route. Okay. You're into personal development. You're listening because you want to be a better version of yourself. So you just have to do the hard work.
0: That's right. Okay. So I have a question for you. Surprise, because this is an interview. Why would I even say I have a question for you? That's kind of obvious. You should, yeah. have, you should totally have a question. I'm
1: surprised. Thank
0: you. Uh, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to get in shape for maybe going on a vacation, <laughs> and she starts off in the morning with really good intentions, and then finds that she gets a little stressed out and starts making bad choices. What, what could be a good, you know, a reset for her?
2: I would say journal, like write down everything you eat. If you bite it, write it because <gasps> what you measure. would be in
0: so <laughs> much trouble.
2: Like <laughs> <laughs> what you measure will
0: improve. Yeah. You know, that's, that's so funny because I think we have, this feeling that like if you just do a little here and there and if you're like not actually sitting at the table it doesn't even really count (laughs) but i bet if you you know journal i ate a few
1: donut holes not a whole donut right
0: and it was like like, on the way to my bedroom i just popped them in my mouth like
1: you know like some of
0: those things that you're not even paying attention Mm. oh
2: Yeah. That's why remember your why remember your reason, what your goal is because feelings are going to lie, right? (laughs) Think about it. Like, you know, you ladies are business people, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, you have to do certain things. So if you're tired and you just feel like not doing it and maybe watching TV that night, like, no, 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 that that's no focus on your goal, not your feelings.
1: Yeah. And I think that's big for women, Fran, because we are emotional creatures. Our feelings can really get the best of us. And we're tired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's two things that I've been thinking about of when you really want to commit to something and have a lifestyle untapped to, to, you know, use your message is discipline and consistency comes to mind for me. Discipline and consistency because discipline means you do the things that you don't want to do. You just do them anyways. And consistency is not sometimes, not sort of, not kind of when you just think and maybe once a week. It's all the time. And that's how you create the habits. But it's not easy, like you said. And I think accountability, programs like yours is what really helps people make the leap because we all have good intentions.
0: Don't you think that there's a misconception that for some people, that's just easy. It's Mm. just easy. They get the workout in. That's easy for them. I think that's a misconception. I don't think it's easy for anybody. People that do it just do it anyway.
1: No, I don't think Tony Robbins likes waking up and jumping into that cold bath or river thingy that he does every day. I mean, that just sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a purpose behind it. There's the, the purpose and the why drives the activity. It's not so much that it they're, they're, it's enjoyable. It's it's a process, but yeah. there's a discipline behind it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's huge. So, is there? How can you know, people tap into you, Fran, for your, are there programs, events, like how can people connect with you to, if they're sitting here listening to this podcast going, you know, I want a life untapped. I want to achieve self-care. I want balance. I want to be able to say it's okay when I can't do all the things on the checklist. Like, what can, what can they do? How could they get started with you? What are, where can they find the things that you yeah, can help them out with?
2: Ab- absolutely. Francine They can request a free call with me and we can go over their options. Um, it may or may not be a fit for them, but at least we can explore whether, you know, we're a fit to work together. I also have the guiltfreebalancedlife.com. That's my free video course you'll get a, v- a video over th- the course of 3 days so that will help you and one of the biggest questions that i get a lot too that i answer in all these programs is how to fit it in because yes i want to do all this friend it sounds great but you don't know you don't know my schedule and i can't fit it in i'm like girl i I've, I've got you <laughs> like i will teach you how to run your home like a business and take the decision making out of your day as much as possible you're going to run your home like you're the CEO of it. So we, we've got systems, we've got lists, which is gonna give you the time to work on the important stuff, not just the urgent.
1: That's a no-brainer. People need to take that free video course. Right. we'll put
2: that in the show notes. Absolutely. We'll, we'll put the
0: link in the show notes and take advantage of of calling Fran, I did. And she's great. She'll guide you wherever you need to go for what fits you. And she'll she'll kind of counsel you through that. And then, you know, if you want to do it at your own pace, or if you want to schedule some time with her on a consistent basis, you could do that there's there's lots of different options that she has. And, and it's just so great to have a, a coach like Fran that has this kind of expertise.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you ladies. You got you guys are an inspiration to so many. I love what you are doing to, you know, change the world for the better and it's an honor to be here talking to you and to be a guest on your podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, we're so blessed to have you here. It's huge. And, and well, and I think, you know, the other part that makes us so excited is the this kind of collaboration. You know, we we always talk about Women supporting each other, being vulnerable, being open about the things that are not working, and just coming together in community and rallying around that. Yes. Because there's, we're, we're, there's imperfections all over the place. The best thing that we could do is embrace those and just, you know, there's... Support that. Yeah. And there's yeah. beauty. There's mm-hmm. beauty in everything. Oh, it's so wonderful.
0: Yeah. That's so great. Well, we have something kind of fun to do now, right? Yes. Yes. All right, Fran, are you ready for the fun? Because fun... I'm a little scared. ...is one of our
1: core <laughs> values, right. you know? So we have to just bring that into the fold whenever we can. So Jean-Marie is going to start us off with the, with the fun, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow. Okay.
0: If you were going to have a lifetime movie of yourself, what actress would you have play you and why?
2: Oh my gosh. You guys should have like gave me a heads up for this one. <laughs> I, I, because I don't watch many movies, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be.
0: Is there an actress that you kind of relate to that you feel like that would be me?
2: I like Jennifer Lawrence. She has nice arms. Oh, uh, oh. And nice arms. Eva Eva Mendez? She's right she's like a little bubbly mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not i don't think anybody would really describe me as bubbly do you have a little right? bit of sass in you lady a, a little bit um. i yeah <laughs> yeah it takes a lot to come out
0: <laughs> okay so you're from north carolina but your accent is not are or, or you no, living no. in north carolina south
2: carolina no south carolina okay south carolina and everybody
0: gets a up
1: no. she
2: lives she lives in a carolina in a carolina
1: but your mm-hmm. accent her accent
2: yes I'm I'm a New Yorker. I was and born New and raised York. in New York. So
1: you have um, to have
2: sex. I lived, lived in New Jersey for a few years before coming down to South Carolina. But yeah. What part of New York did you grow up in? Well, born in Manhattan, um, but raised in Brooklyn and then Staten Island. I love it. Oh my so gosh. It's, but I hate cold weather. So for years, it's like the, you know, the dream of moving south. And when my husband retired, we just came to Charleston and I just need to be near palm trees.
1: It's a perfect place, really. Johns Island, South Carolina. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Okay.
0: My turn. turn.
1: Okay. So this one, this, the question that you get is really up to you here, Fran, because what I'm going to have you do is choose a number between one and 20. And based on your selection is the question that you're going to get. So (laughs) you're choosing your uh, destiny here. Oh, great. Um, 17. 17. Ooh, this one's fun. Okay. If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Ooh, just one? Yeah. Alright, all right. My favorites are pizza, tacos, and anything pasta. So out of those three, pizza, I think.
0: What kind of pizza?
2: Example, you know, just plain. Pepperoni just, you know, or cheese? No, cheese. Mozzarella. Just you know, just I'm a plain, simple of girl.
0: So do you do Jeez. I know you I know you're so healthy. Do you eat a lot of pizza? I do. That's amazing. That's That's my comfort food. Do you do like the cauliflower crust or just the whole, just in moderation?
2: Gluten-free.
0: You know, I probably have it
2: like once every two weeks. I don't know if that's considered a lot.
1: My my granddaughter likes pizza. You know, and a bodybuilder had even told me once that pizza is actually a fairly well-balanced, I mean, obviously, depending on how you get it and all the different things, but if you think about it, the things you put on there, it's probably more based on quantity. I mean, if you eat the whole thing, then, then that's one thing.
2: But it's not a bad, you know. But I about on there. balance. Like I don't like when I work with people within the nutrition area. If they want to like a certain goal of losing weight or feeling better, like I don't want you to deprive yourself because yeah. that is going to make you crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy, and you know, cheat in quotation marks. Um, Because I don't believe in cheat. Just have what you want in moderation. You know, it it depends on your goals and all. But no, pizza every once in a while is is not a bad thing. (laughs) I love it. love me some pizza.
0: Well, thank you so much. That was fun. It was great getting to know you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you. We would just love our listeners to go check out those show notes and click on that link and and get the, the free course that she has. I think you'll find it really, really helpful.
1: Yep. Because who does not want to live a life untapped? That's right. Come That's on, right. ladies, let's do this. Untap your life. That's right. Well,
0: please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or Spotify. Also, if you're an Apple user, we would appreciate a rate and review.
1: And we have to do a shout out to Rockwood Audio because without you, it would just be a hot mess. That's just the truth. (laughs) You'd have to... Yeah, Desiree, you, you Desiree know, would be just fine.
0: I can't live without you. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, may your faith be greater than your fears.
1: And remember, you are your only limit, so take action today. Thank you for listening to the Bliss be Beyond, Beyond Fear podcast. Fear. podcast.